Hey listeners, are you ready to get wet? And I mean wet from the inside with our good friends at Liquid IV. Heard of them? Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And their hydration multiplier is one product you're missing in your daily routine. Get ready to be routined and be full of liquid. Boy, are you gonna piss. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins. I'm talking B3, B5, B6, B12, B52s, rock lobster, and vitamin C. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of your normal water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than normal water alone. Get your water dusted so you could feel full of liquid with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Vitamin water? More like butt water for idiots. It's made from premium ingredients. None of this cheap shit. It's got non-GMO and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Diarrhea free. Liquid IV believes that equi equitable, can't even speak it's so good, access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Me, I just use it when my tummy's bad from having a hangover. My head hurts. I drank a bunch of beers. I had a good time. Let's keep the good times rolling with Liquid IV. Get sticked. Get dusted in your water and feel good. More importantly, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use offer code DITTOS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DITTOS at liquidiv.com. Often asking me, Peter, where can you find Meryl? And I often uh, say to them, I, I, I say to them after they ask me that question, well, do you still have the CD case? Because you can find her codec on the back of it. That's a Metal Gear Solid reference. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm lost. Oh, I know. I was like, oh man, this is definitely like some sort of like deep cut Pokemon thing that I'm not going to know. Cause... Yeah. Here's a, here's another one for you. Um, people are always asking me, where can you find Meryl? Uh, I answer them, uh, well, you go onto Netflix and you rent uh, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Just kidding. That's Meryl Mareep. <laughs> oh, Meryl, Meryl Streep. I get yes. that one. Wait, uh... I'm try um, trying to think of another Meryl one. Yeah, there, there, there isn't any. <laughs> I was thinking of a bunch of them, but the two that always come to mind are uh, oh, Meryl Streep because we were trying to fit Meryl Streep in with Mareep last week, mm -hmm. and uh, then uh, of course Meryl from Metal Gear Solid. I'll never forget her. Snake, snake, <laughs> snake. No, she was different, right? Yeah, she was the one that her uh, fat ass gave her away. She was dressed as a um, 
a soldier and she's disguised and snake was looking at her butt and says like oh no your 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 butt your butt gives you away the way you walk and the way you sway your hips yeah army guys don't make me horny <laughs> snake can't get horny he's sterile yeah. sterile snake is that is that real his snakes shooting blanks yeah yeah they uh they cloned uh, spoilers for Metal Gear Solid. They cloned Big Boss, who was the original Snake, and they made three clones. And in order to make sure that, that the genetic code didn't get, uh, you know, misused, all the clones were made to be sterile. They they couldn't reproduce. Oh, but they couldn't fix their eyes either. Uh, they just had they had three eyes, and they were like, we can make one and a half clones, or we can make three clones. <laughs> Yeah, let's they do made, three clones. We got three eye patches. We got they, this. They made three clones. Uh, Ava, Big Mama, was the, the the mother of those three clones. Um, oh, so Big is a family name. It's a surname. <laughs> uh, and, and that was Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and Solidus Snake, who was the president of the United States of America. Wait, briefly, Solidist. Yeah, Solid Dust. Oh, uh, I thought you were like Solidist. Like that's Solider. Yeah, and this is Solidist. Yeah. And then Solidus Snake tried to make a new snake out of uh, Jack, a.k.a. Raiden, by uh, forcing him to go uh, through the same conditions of Shadow Moses, which was the plot of the first Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah, he parts the Shadow Sea. Yeah. So now you know all about Metal Gear Solid, and now you will learn all about uh, Meryl. But we're not going to talk about Meryl first. First, we're going to introduce ourselves. I am Peter. I tend to ramble nowadays. Uh, it's because I'm uh, old and tired. Um, with me, as always, in random order, Sarah. That's me. I also ramble a bunch. Dave. My baby form will come out next gen. And <laughs> Steven. Steven used bounce. Oh. Bounce is an interesting one. I it's one of my favorite Pokemon moves. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fly, but it can cause paralysis, is mm-hmm. that correct? I think uh, so, yeah. Let's see. Bounce, huh. Pokemon move. It has more base power, it looks like. Tell me um, about the PP. Yeah. yeah. PP. Oh, only five PP? Yeah, but five PP it, it's my strong, though. We're going to need to get that PP up. <laughs> and Fly. Did they just increase the base power of Fly? Yeah, Fly is more powerful now. All right. It used to be weaker. Now it's Fly, stronger. Surf, just OG yeah. powerhouses. Dig is another one of my favorites. That kind of uh, yeah, that kind of behaves like bounce and fly, where you gotta like wait a turn to use it. But you like either fly up in the air or you dig underground, so you get to miss a hit. Has that special ability where when it's used against you by an NPC, you're like motherfucker, like (laughs) another turn. You're not allowed to use that move. Only I am. Yeah, it induces rage. If they if 
I go, if they, uh, I don't know, sometimes you can plan it though, that if they use it, you can also use a similar move like dig, fly or bounce. And then you can like, they'll miss and then they'll hit, you'll hit them. Or you can use earthquake if they're digging. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or you can use high jump kick if they're flying. Right. But does high jump kick work against bounce? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I will mean, they, we can we'll catch them in the air. I love bouncy balls. The best thing to do with a bouncy ball is to get a bouncy ball, good fresh one, and then be in a room. Then just fucking throw it as hard as you can and see where it yeah. ends up. I've been doing that at work recently. If my boss is listening, don't fire me. But <laughs> yeah, I got a good bouncy ball. I throw, We don't have any windows in our room. I throw it as hard as I can and see where it ends up. It's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I mean, isn't that that, uh, that one sport, like where you get the rubber ball and you hit it against the wall. What is that? Squash. Is it squash? I, the, you see people playing it all the time where they just are hitting that rubber ball against the walls. We They had courts for that at my college and you can like rent out the ball and the rackets and immediately within like five minutes they came and they're like, you're done. Because <laughs> like the ritzy town around there used to like do there. But you're supposed to hit the one wall and bounce it off. But ours our game is like... All walls are inbound, so you just keep hitting it and bouncing it off of everything. Oh yeah, no, or the is, ceiling. The, this is like Tron rules. Like if you get hit by the ball, you're out. That's literally what it was. It it was more <laughs> self defense when you hit it. It's a good game, great game. Yeah, it's, I don't think high jump kick hits uh, bounced Pokemon. I think Sky Uppercut might. Um, Dick. Was great in Gen One because it was the same uh, base power as Earthquake, and then it changed to sixty, and then it changed back to eighty. Looking at these moves, they just we're always changing them, huh? Well, Diglett and Doug Trio just fucking powerhouses. You get to Lieutenant Surge, you cut the little tree in front. You gotta put your arm elbow deep in all those trash cans, and then he's got something pretty good, and you just got some water Pokemon. But if you go to uh, you go due east. You get a Diglett, he's fucked that motherfucker right up. Yeah. You don't and that need... guy's quick. Yeah. That little boy, he doesn't have arms or legs because he's very fast. Aerodynamic. He's dildo-esque. <laughs> um, What's this whenever... Pikachu look like? <laughs> whenever I think of dildo-esque now, I always uh, am reminded of that I think it might even be official artwork of um, Jasmine sitting on her Magnemite. And then, uh, of course, we all remember that Magnemite has like a giant screw coming out the top of its head. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) So, yeah. Makes me, makes me nice and, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say it. Uh, All right. Let's talk about a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So. Last episode, we were talking about Pokemon, what, 182? Uh, now we're moving on to 298. We're all oh, over man. the place. Let's, yeah. get to, let's be done. Once we yeah. hit the big one, we can quit, right? Yeah. So, uh, see you next week. We're going to take a, a break because we're in Gen 3 now. Bye-bye. Uh, what does this baby look like is this a baby pokemon it is so adorable um it it, it's okay well first of all it has the cutest sad little face as its sprite it's blue that's why uh people like to call um the middle generation or middle generation middle 
Mon of this species, uh, Pika Blue, because it is a mouse Pokemon, just like Pikachu. It's got its little round ears, but it's also got the the like the Pikachu little uh, cheeks. You know, it's really really cute. But he also sits on a, a bouncy ball, which is his tail. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, two blue uh, like pom pom balls with like a pipe cleaner connecting them. Yeah, and the pipe cleaner is all like jagged. Uh, and then the one pom pom ball is has like little mouse ears and feet and uh, bounces and runs on the other one. It's like a baby still attached to the placenta. Oh, stop. very cute! But Why like, did you so have to go there? Cute. I mean, he's the not tail is wrong. basically the Azuril's placenta. They so the umbilical cord is the, t- the 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 zigzag. Yeah. They say it's like the tail stores nutrients. So. Yes, it does. Oh, That's where it, you think I pulled this out of my ass? No, it's, it's pulled this researched. out of my uh, uh, birth canal. Yeah. Oh. It's adorable though. Some it's very people... cute. It's a it's the cutest placenta I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen a placenta. We should make jerky out of it. Anyway, they're not pretty. They're not. I don't know. Nothing can really phase me. I've seen a lot. <laughs> That's true. You've seen a, an erect bulldog's dick, right, for a long time? Yeah. And you sweetened it up. Yeah. You were like, milk and sugar or just, just sugar? Oh, you're sweet enough. Shoutouts to my coworker who's now listening to the podcast who tuned in and then heard me talk about uh, bulldog dicks. For those <laughs> of you who don't know, just go back to uh, Cyndaquil. I'll tell this story again, but not in Generation 2. And that's only like what, like eight episodes ago, nine episodes ago. So it's not yeah. that far. Yeah. Not that far. Yeah. Um, gotta meet me halfway. Yeah. Like the bulldog did. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> well, aside from it being a placenta, I guess um, it's also a flotation device. So that's cool because um, I mean, it can't drown, which I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's a little baby. It's still learning how to swim. Still learning. We can uh, jump right into the name section because uh, Mareep was super fun and Azuril is super boring. Um, but <laughs> this uh, this helps us get an idea, actually, why. Um, so the Japanese name is Ruriri, and uh, this comes from Ruri, which is Lapis uh, Lazuli. It's also like a feminine name. Um mm. So uh, there are like, you know, Japanese women and other characters that are named like Ruri. Um, and um, also um, in Japanese, we'll kind of get to it later with like Meryl too. Um, but polka dots are known as Mizutama, which hmm. means water balls. Um, and so that explains why Azuril is also known as the polka dot Pokemon and uh, kind of looks like a water ball, like a f- beach like ball. A, it is so cute. Like a yeah. Buoy, water balloon kind of mm. cute. I didn't know that. But don't um, don't mistake its typing, though. It is not a, a water type. Nope. Azuril is a normal fairy type and it only gained its fairy type, I think, after Gen 6. That shocked me too. Yeah. So it was a normal type for most of its, you know, existence. And then I Gen think a 6 lot came. of the baby Pokemon are. Yeah, they are. Well, yeah. But 
you know, spoilers, but Meryl is also normal fairy. Mm-hmm. So Meryl also does not have the water typing. And right. that was, I was like, wow, okay, good, good for you. You. This whole <laughs> Pokemon line is actually really weird and very interesting. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot of inconsistencies as they evolve, which I think is really interesting and I think makes them fun. I, I love this Pokemon line. I, right. I use them a lot, actually. Meryl? I always have an Azumarill on my team. Were you saying that Meryl was also normal? Right, isn't it? I don't think so. I think it was always a water. It was water, but it didn't have its fairy type until later on. Yeah, and then it gained the fairy type. Meryl and Azuril were just water types uh, before Fairy came out. I am so no, sorry. No, Azuril yeah, was I got normal. My research wrong. Yeah, Azuril was normal, but yes. Meryl and Azu- Az- Azumarill. Oh, Azumarill. Yeah. Man, if yeah. they couldn't make it any more confusing. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So today we're talking about Azril, Meryl, and Azumarill. I think that's so cute how they progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Meryl's name actually is uh, it. it, it it's interesting because like, I don't know. I want, well, let's just keep going. We got to keep talking about Azuril because yeah, there's yeah, we, so much to talk about here. We can't overshadow Azuril with uh, older brothers, uh, older sisters yet. Because Azuril has the ability to throw that tail mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. a lasso, uh, a record of 33 feet. What the fuck? But you're attached which, to that. Which, by the way, like, and any, it makes more sense. It's actually ten meters for anyone who lives in a country that accepts the metric system. <laughs> so, yeah, like, ten meters makes more sense than thirty-three feet. Not in my house. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. eleven yards. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's using it as a lasso, but it's also using the the throne tail to propel itself in a lot of cases too. Yeah. So, but I also wanted to think about how thick and crazy the Guinness Book of World Records would be in the Pokemon universe. Because you'll have world records set for every single species of Pokemon. Because this isn't a world record for Pokemon. This is just a world record for Azuril. One really buff Azuril one day uh, was measured as propelling itself uh, and its tail with the throat 33 feet and somebody was like yeah world record (laughs) Mm -hmm. Azuril tossing contests I mean it's kind of I mean it's kind of impressive because I mean Azumarill is tiny it weighs 4.4 pounds and is 8 inches I mean it's tiny not too sized yeah. And that was the tiny bird Pokemon. They were the tiniest birds, so. And birds? Pretty small. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen one recently. <laughs> but not big. I mean, if you saw an Azrael, it would look like a polka dot on the ground, I guess. That's mm-hmm. true. Just so small. Just a little guy. Yeah. This baby was introduced in uh, Gen 3. Mm-hmm. Was it... Probably alongside Mantike. I think that was also Gen 3. It was uh, along Kecleon with... Kecleon and Wilmer. Was when where they were revealed together. Yeah. yeah. And that was in March of 20... Uh, 20, wow. 2001. And this is also the um, only Gen 3 Pokemon that evolves with friendship. Yeah. Which, uh, really? I guess, friendship in the third generation was not as big of a deal. Actually, I, I think Mantike... 
we're not talking about Mantike, and we won't be for a while, but I, I just wanted to say I misspoke. I'm pretty sure that's Gen 4 introduction. Mm. So, sorry. Yeah, how weird would it be, like, all these Pokemon, where it's just like, yeah, what were you like when you were a baby? Like, always the same thing, and then they introduce a new baby, and you're like, the fuck? Like, baby yeah. forms are so weird. Yeah. Because, like, you could breed something, and one baby will be, like, a little cute baby, and then the other, like, Snorlax. You're like, oh, I'm a Munchlax. And she's like, nope, I'm massive at birth. Yeah. It's, like, different. It's like being born as a full man. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, the fuck? I mean, you can breed two Merrells and still get a Merrell, but that's the thing, right? Yeah. You have to use a uh, incense. Sea incense. A sea incense to even get a baby. Yeah. And then, I guess, you know, we can get into this weirdness right now. Um, your your Azuril that you birth has a 75% chance of being female? Yes. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Um, which is, you know, a gender split we have not really seen yet, I don't think. We see, we've seen it skewed male before right. to kind of cut down on... Um, Breeding and, at, you know, it, starters, make, keeping things kind of rare. Yeah, I, okay. I'm still a little confused and I, about this, and I feel like I'm finally able to, like, vocalize it. But, like, why does it skew male? Is it because, like females determine the species of the egg and so yes. thus have like a yeah okay yeah. the female determines the species the species species the species uh okay. and the uh the male determines the egg moves okay and so in nature right uh it's changed so often uh that it could be yeah, who I, the fuck knows? I stopped looking at breeding mechanics. Uh, you maybe. mean born? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I stopped looking. <laughs> I stopped looking at uh, Pokemon breeding mechanics, like maybe in the fourth generation. Um, mm -hmm. Around the time where you could give a Pokemon an Everstone to uh, help transfer the nature of the yeah. pokemon more more often well um this this still is very confusing though because azuril while having the skewed female gender ratio when it evolves into meryl which has a different gender ratio causes your azuril to sometimes switch gender <laughs> Until Gen 6. Yeah, yeah I, I thought this was pretty cool. And I'm like, wow, that's really progressive of Pokemon. And then I read the part where they're like, they fixed it in Gen 6. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I mean, I get it because in a competitive Pokemon battling, right? Uh, there are certain Pokemon that you do either want as one gender or another. Uh, most of the time nowadays, it's because of the attracting uh, things it's it's mainly because of that uh new li like you know landorus tornadus you know those pokemon they're, i don't they're, like those guys the new f uh one enamorous the the girl one uh she's used in competitive pokemon battling and she can only be female and um sometimes uh the um, 
Oh my God. I'm so slow today. Um, the, like Meryl has huge power. We'll talk about that later. The, the, oh my God. The ability, the Pokemon's ability. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, Enamorous's ability is, uh, cute charm. So a lot of Pokemon nowadays to be competitive, you want your entire team to be female and the off chance that you're going to be fighting against a cute charm enamorous, you want all of your Pokemon to be female so that they mm. can't get attracted to it. Um, so yeah, it's important for competitive competitive Pokemon battling to if you have like a really really strong Azuril that you are breeding for some reason, to make sure that you like know that it's going to stay the same gender. Um, but anyway, the, the, the reason for that was obviously, like Stephen said, Azuril uh, is 75% uh, female. Uh, Meryl is an even 50-50 split. Um, and there is something hard-coded into Pokemon called the personality value. It's just like a long string that determines everything about your Pokemon including things like whether your Dadun Sparse will evolve into like three segments or two, or whether uh, what, how many family members your mouse hold will have when it evolves. Um, and yeah, encoded into that too, it was uh, before Gen 6, and probably still in, in Gen 6 and beyond. Uh, it's just not used anymore. Uh, whether or not your Azuril will uh start female and then evolve into a male i just think it's funny to to be like oh hey here's this baby pokemon introduced in uh you know gen 3 uh has a higher chance of being female uh too bad you can't breed with a baby pokemon so you've got to evolve it and it gets split into 50 50 again and it's yes like, it doesn't matter it yeah. like literally didn't matter so but, technically, one in three uh, female Azuril will evolve into a male Meryl. Wow. But I, I think it just goes to show that, you know, again, the breeder mechanics have been uh, yeah, going they, through yeah. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. we've, <laughs> we've gotten to a place now in Scarlet and Violet where it's very different. So Yeah, to the point where... A lot of people don't even breed Pokemon anymore. Um, I don't. I used to. I used to a lot when I was playing X and Y. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of the things that you need to do with your Pokemon, you can just grind for. Mm -hmm. Like changing its Terra type now, you just grind for the Terra Shards. Changing its uh, nature. Nature, you'll, yeah. You'll uh, just... Um, grind for the right uh, mint to change it from one uh personality to the other uh if you want your uh ivs maxed uh you just have to give it bottle caps gold or silver bottle caps and to change your evs it used to be a grind but now that's really easy too so it's all different yeah this, it's a I lot mean Better. I don't have time to do all the training and everything I used to do, so I appreciate right. it. But like, yeah, I'm glad it, it progresses. People complain that it's getting easier, but at the same time, like, I talked about this the other day yeah. in another episode. I'm like, listen, like, we're we're all adults here. I don't have time to be grinding like I used to. 
you know. And I'm, I'm I rise tired. and grind every day. I'm not right. going to grind all night, too. Right. Yeah, my nature is tired. <laughs> <laughs> and lethargic. Um, <clears throat> Azuril is the only Gen 3 Pokemon that evolves from friendship. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, the only Pokemon that evolves through friendship and then later evolves through level. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was an afterthought, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> no, but there's so many others. Like, It's like your Azuril could be ready to become an Azumarill, but it's stuck at the friendship part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think. There's so many babies, right? I'm trying to think. Well, I was just thinking, like, like Jigglypuff and a Clefairy that's are Moonstone. Moonstone. Pikachu is Thunderstone. Thunderstone. Snorlax doesn't evolve. Uh, uh, Magpaw. You're evolve Tyrogue into any of the others. I guess that one would be... No, because Tyrogue do- is level. Is the baby, yeah. yeah. Tyrogue is the baby. Then there's... um. Uh, Magby and Elikid, they have mm. the uh, Magmarizer and the uh, Electrizer. Mm-hmm. So it might actually be the case where this is the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't fact check. I just took it at face value. Makes uh, sense. You know, well, write, uh, write wait, in wait, wait, if wait, I'm wait. a liar. What about um? What about Togekiss? Uh, that's a shiny stone. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh. We just yeah we just did that one, all right, okay, nice. Hey, I'm gonna toga kiss you. Oh <laughs> man, I'd love that. I'm gonna toga pee in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Misty had an Azurel. Actually, she came and she had an egg that hatched from uh, one of Tracy's Merrells. Actually, this girl loves eggs. Yeah, she loves eggs. She loves hatching eggs. She loves stealing Pokemon that hatch out of eggs. Uh, but yeah, Tracy uh, famously uh, replaced Brock for a short period of time. And uh, he had a Meryl. And that Meryl apparently uh, did the nasty. And uh, Misty had the egg uh, with the Azurel in it. So That Meryl was a charmer. Yeah. I'm surprised that it's such a, you know, being such a jet setter, going around, loving uh, around the, the Johto, it didn't use X-Defense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Protect? Yep. Yeah. A move it didn't use. Defense curl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where instead of coming, you curl your dick into your own body. Yeah. It's a special Man, move. We all know that we can do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm doing it right now. Um... When we talk about uh, Azuril, uh, some of the things that we have to remember is uh, that it can be made angry and will throw its bo- uh, its placenta at you. Its ball at you. Oh, man, it's mighty placenta. <laughs> yeah. But you have to get it really angry because it's generally very docile. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one of the things that it likes to do for fun, splash around on sunny days. Oh, that's I love that, too. Do you know what's really funny about this dumb fact? That I have here. What's that? You know that? Oh, wait, never mind. I read it wrong. I, I thought it said Meryl gets cold after swimming in cold water. I was like, yeah, me too. But no, it's Meryl never gets cold after swimming in cold water. 
because it has a uh, water repellent fur, which I like. Which is this is uh, something that kind of leads to the Who Pokemon is this movies. Meryl we're talking about. Oh shit! I I scroll down too much because we were talking about Meryl. But I just wanted to say, like, do you think the placenta that it bounces on is it furry or not? Oh no! I don't it's, want this discussion. It's, it's well, furry. The, I I don't know because they describe the tail as being bouncy. Yeah. And um, like beach full ball of nutrients. Like. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, so tennis ball, furry. Tennis yeah. balls are furry. Yeah. Also bouncy. I would imagine it's like a tennis ball. Okay, that's fine then. Usable for flotation no, okay. or so used as a bouncy toy. Playing on its big rubbery tail. Oh, rubbery tail. there you go. It's okay. What's it. what's under the fur on a tennis ball? <laughs> <laughs> mm, but i wouldn't describe it well maybe i would describe it as rubbery now you've got me thinking mm. man tennis uh, i just assume that since uh meryl and azumarill have uh fur that azumarill probably would have it too but then again the uh, meryl and azumarill don't really talk about their tails that often so and also well, flaffy like got shaved Ugh. halfway through and had yeah. that like weird pig skin. Like I didn't like that, mm. but yeah. So you never know when it comes to what's furry or not. I mean, it could be. It is prepubescent, Azrael. So it could just be like a little bit of peach fuzz. Yeah. You know. I became be... furry later in my evolution. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Kind of wish I didn't. <laughs> Same. I wish I was still bouncing around on my ball. Yeah. <laughs> my mighty placenta. That yeah. might hurt if, if uh, you did that though. If you bounced around on your ball. Just you ever sit on your own on balls? Ball. Yeah, I have. I did. We have like pants that are just not stretchy, and you it just like clips them in the wrong way. Not yeah. good. Not a good time. No. I, I saw a, a little meme the other day where it was like a picture of a dude sitting on the toilet, and his like you know he was sitting, so his dick was like dangling in the toilet, and it was just like an image of poop touching his dick. And I had to ask Dave, I'm like, does that happen? <laughs> I think how you're sitting for your dick to curl back under and around you have to have like a real like it needs to be like a fucking toucan's beak of a dick to like hook down and, and it, back it would be very difficult but there is a non-zero chance oh no it's definitely happened to somebody but you get it's not like in my seating position it's never gonna happen that's like there's certain things and also when i go to the bathroom too like let's say i have a cardigan on that's a little long like mm-hmm. if i have like a long cardigan or something at work um Steven, you can attest to this. I'll leave it at my desk before I go take a dump. I'm not. There's no, a I'm not zero talking about a cardigan. I'm talking I'm about your dick dangling that's, in the that's toilet. Dangling low towards the toilet, you avoid. No, Sarah, so, there's a thing that all men do, right? Uh-huh. You tie a string around the head of your penis, right? Got it. And then, all right. And you just uh, hold it. And then you find the nearest towel rack and then you. <laughs> loop the, the string around the towel rack and you pull it taut so that it's kind of uh outward maybe a little bit upward got it yeah. stop giving all of our secrets <laughs> we call it muppeting <laughs> <laughs> uh you ever you ever become friends you ever like here's a thing right i'm gonna describe something that's very 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 specific you ever like you you're sitting down to pee right been there but for whatever reason your your penis is like maybe looking outward instead of downward (laughs) and you pee through the slit in the toilet seat and you 
you're you're peeing normally, but all of a sudden you like cough or sneeze, and then all of a sudden it like <laughs> shoots out really, really powerfully for a second and goes right through the slit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cough. Nice. You le- like yeah. It's it's happened to me. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, ah oh, no, super soaker, go down, go away. Dave and I are a bidet household, and I, I'm I'm a new bidet user because I wasn't about it because it was so cold. But now our pipes are bad, and I have to use it. So anyway. The one of the first few times I, I used it, it, it went through that slit too, and just missed my butt completely. Went right between my legs and up into the mirror, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess I didn't do it right. Oh, yeah. Was I was peeing. changing the garbage the other day in the bathroom, and as I was pulling the garbage bag out, it hit the bidet, <laughs> and it just started firing at the toilet seat lid, and it just sprayed like a like a. <laughs> fucking fan of water out the sides and i just had like a line of water going down my legs it was not fun i was already in a bad mood i was was late i just i I was defeated i had to pee really bad the other day so i i go down uh and i pull up the toilet lid and uh i sick technique all as i'm also fumbling to to get the the peeing apparatus out um (laughs) The, the toilet lid started slowly falling back down. <laughs> and then I started peeing. And then I noticed that the toilet lid was slowly falling down. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, it, it got in between the stream and just oh, pee was shooting everywhere. Nice. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. No, I mean, Sometimes no. I wonder how I survive. I really, like, make every mistake imaginable every with everything that i do in the bathroom outside of the bathroom somebody is gonna see me one day and uh and they're gonna say we should just put them down (laughs) oh no i've been there i'm probably the most clumsy person you don't remember my falling down the stairs as i almost shit myself story yeah it made me feel better good i'm glad i hope i hope i made a lot of people feel better about that story you know speaking of splashing for fun on sunny days (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way if you let your azrael like splash in the water and have a good time on a sunny day it might just grow up to be are we ready the way it evolves is uh, actually not by splashing around on sunny days. It's through the power of friendship and then one more level. Uh, if your Pokemon is your friend, uh, your great, great pal, uh, then you level it up one more time and it evolves into a Meryl. Yay. Pika Blue. We finally got Pika Blue. What does Pika Blue look like? Pika Blue looks like a round Pikachu, but blue. It's got a zigzag tail with uh, its little beach ball thing at the end. I think it's still rubbery. I'm not sure. Um, but it loses its, it's like Pikachu cheeks. It gets rid of them. And it's got a white little belly and big little mouse ears. They're big, big mouse ears. They're little because they're cute. That's what I mean by little. Yeah, it's still the little pom-pom balls, but the one pom-pom ball expanded into a big old beach ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say that the main body, the big beach ball body, um, kind of looks like a water molecule because a water molecule it has like the um, one hydrogen with two, um, wait, no, one oxygen with two hydrogens um, 
and it, they kind of look like the little ears of the Meryl. So, oh, I could see that. It's very cute. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a rough thing, but it it does kind of look like it. Um, it looks like blueberry Pikachu. Yeah, it does. Oops, all berries. Oops, all berries. Pikachu. Um, it's adorable though. It's so cute. This and we have is a lot. the well, uh, Pikachu clone of this generation. Uh, yeah, I would Pichu say so. Is, if Pichu doesn't count as a Pikachu clone, no, then it, is it doesn't. Now. It doesn't count because Pichu is the baby Pikachu. Is yeah. Is this the only non-electric type Pikachu clone? Um. Well, there's um Mimikyu. Oh, that's true. That's true. Ghost, yeah. Ghost fairy. The ghost fairy, yeah. There's a couple weirdos, weird ones. I think there a lot of them are electric, though. Yeah, because you got Pachirisu, Pachirisu, Togedemaru. Yeah, Minoon and Plusle. Oh yeah, yeah. Togedemaru to you. To- Togedemaru to you as well. <laughs> one thing I'm just noticing now, it's one of the trivia that has to do with Meryl, and it also has to do with Azuril. Um, they talk about how uh, Azuril and Meryl and Togepi are tied with the lowest base attack stat of all fairy Pokemon. But they forget that these Pokemon can have an ability called Huge Power, which basically is a, an ability that states, you know, take your attack stat, double it. And Damn. so... At one point, before abilities were a thing, right? These Pokemon were potentially like half as half as strong as they are now. Now they're, you know, even though they have like such a minuscule attack stat, um, it's misleading. They could also have the ability thick fat or sap sicker, sap sucker. You lint liquor. Yeah, Yeah. sap sucker is incredible for this Pokemon. Yeah. Do you want to tell us? Tell me why. I don't have the thing written down. Isn't it just that it can basically absorb grass grass type type Mm -hmm. attacks? Yeah. Which it makes this Pokemon only susceptible to electric. Yeah. Which is crazy just to knock out one full weakness yeah well it's also when it's hit by a grass type its attack stat is also boosted which helps and uh yeah it makes it pretty resistant to a lot and you can bounce all over that shit yeah yeah bounce is a uh physical attack say sap sucker three times fast sap sucker sap sucker sap sucker sap sucker sap sucker sap sucker nice i couldn't do it <laughs> uh now dave you were also talking about uh meryl's fur yeah it doesn't get cold and it likes to swim which is nice and it dries itself immediately once it leaves the water yeah so apparently um and this is probably impossible right but the pokedex entry says that meryl's fur is so good at repelling water that water resistance means nothing to it. So it could be like sitting in the middle of like Niagara Falls t- torrent and it, it would just be like dry. Nothing. Like not not only just dry, 
the resistance like, the resistant force placed upon Meryl would be nil because of it. Is he what would just they were be saying. walking around like the water's not even there. Yeah. It's like a force field. Mm. But yeah, I don't I don't think that's possible. But you know, in the Pokemon world, anything, anything is possible. Is, yeah. Like uh, oil they, and water. It's a whole new world we live in. They it's say, a whole new place to see. It's a whole if, new place with a brand new attitude. But you still gotta catch them all. And be yeah. the best um, that you can be. Thanks, they Carl. say if you see the tail bobbing on the uh, water surface, then it's a sure indication that the Pokemon is underneath. And it's underneath because it feeds uh, mm. primarily on uh, two things, aquatic plants, and it's a good fisherman Fisher. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fisher, that's a 30% chance to one hit KL me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, are we going to go into Pika Blue? I mean, we kind of have to. We yeah. kind of have to. We did a whole about episode it before, on it, yeah. but we can give a little, little It's taste. the Meryl episode. You gotta bring it up. You have to. So, Meryl was one of our first tastes of Gen 2. We had Togepi in the episode. We were like, oh. We remember back to that Ho-Oh, and we were like, ha. Oh. We're like a Breath of the Wild speaking characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. They sound so sexual. Oh. Yeah. We were so excited. And then we got our, uh, what is it? The Pacific Island cards? Uh, they were. Southern Island? I guess, yeah. Southern Islands. Um, there was those uh, Tops cards for the first movie. Mm hmm. So the. Um, Southern Island set, which we go into depth on. If you want to learn um, more about this, we'll go into it now. Yeah, but if you want to learn about the best Christmas present or birthday present I ever got in my life, yes, we can talk about the Southern Island set. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, of course, anytime. <laughs> it's a great set. Like we had to have it for posterity. They're beautiful. They're beautiful cards. They came in these like wide is it like sets three? Of three yeah sets of three and they were released in magazines and i remember seeing it on the the playground and of course none of us could read japanese so we saw this little blueberry fucking chubster pikachu adorable jumping into the water from like a waterfall and talk on the street this little guy was peekaboo and uh, somebody's uncle didn't work at Nintendo, but they worked at Topps Trading Cards. And we knew that Merrill and Snubble were going to be part of the uh, animated intro to Pokemon, the first movie. So they had the images from the movie, but on the back of those cards, when they have the synopsis of what's going on, they fucked up. And Peekaboo is officially written on the back of those cards so if it asks what those characters are because they had them so early they went to the um kids in the playground for their information so pika blue is officially on those tops pokemon trading cards for the first movie you know which is crazy too because you want to know what meryl's japanese name is what it's meryl <laughs> yeah Aww. but with one l instead of two l's so um, you know, they if they had just translated it, they would have gotten the name exactly right. But yeah, I mean, this was again a time where, like, getting a hold of like media 
like the supply chain was very crazy. You were getting pictures before you were getting like, you know, things associated with them. And so, you know, things got messed up here and there, you know, how yeah. many, how many uh, Prima strategy guides do we have with just like false information printed yeah. in them? <laughs> like, yeah. And it's funny too, because Snubble was also on there and they used Snubble's Japanese name. No problem. Yep. But they decided that they were just going to go off a whim and call uh, Meryl Pikachu, Pika, Pika Blue. Yeah. Now, the reason why they call Meryl Meryl is uh, different than why we kind of call it Meryl, which is interesting. It kind of works in both languages, which is nice. Um, in English, we have like Mar as like a Spanish word for the sea and actually a Rill is a small river or a brook. Um, so we have, uh, uh, you know, the sea brook. Um, and then uh, in Japanese, marui is round or circular. A mari is a ball. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned again before, like the polka dots, the bouncy balls, the, it like it all kind of goes together. But then the biggest thing is this marimo so has anybody heard of a marimo before no a marimo is like a moss ball um and that explains why meryl and azuril shinies are green is because they're kind of based on these marimos so they're very common in japan and northern europe uh and they're just like little balls of algae and seaweed and um is it like a food or a decoration they're just like these little like moss balls that will pop up in uh like lakes and stuff and in japan they're they like celebrate them in october they have a marimo festival and they have yeah. a uh you know how everything in japan has like a character mascot yeah there's um a character called marimokori um which is just like a little green ball man um and um, in one of the manga, there's actually a Meryl called Marimaru. Um, so, yeah, the Meryl Pokemon are also based on this like Japanese phenomenon of these little floating algae grass balls that like pop up on the surface of these lakes. Um, Damn, they have a festival like they know how to party. They'll just oh, be yeah. like, what is that? What is that shit? I don't know. It's some moss in the. Okay, that's it. Draw up the character. We're having a fucking party. Okay, so this is really crazy, right? Too. So the Japan is very territorial about these marimos. So if you ever try to buy like a moss ball online, like they never come from Japan. They always come from like Europe or other places. And apparently, in March 2021, the United States Geological Survey found out that zebra mussels were in some of these moss balls that were being sold in uh, pet stores in America. And they had to like immediately tell everybody like, please boil and like destroy these moss balls because if they get into the water and those mussels are introduced into our water supply, they could like be devastating. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. We already got the zebra mussel. We don't, we don't need any extra muscles over here. Yeah. We already have Peter here. Yeah. <laughs> He's enough muscle for America. 
Yeah, but yeah, they these they'll uh, block up pipes. I know you guys uh, are. We know about all about that. Blocked up pipes. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking azumarill. Canals will just be totally like covered in these things. Uh, you know, when you introduce an invasive species into an environment, uh, the havoc is is crazy because you're yeah. you're introducing something. That could thrive in an environment where nothing around it is uh, designed to destroy it. And then it'll potentially kill trees, native trees, which means that other uh, non-native species um, will take its place. And then all of a sudden you just have like very mismanaged forests. I, uh, I saw this season's first lantern fly today in my oh, yard no. i did no, no, no. i killed the shit out of it though don't worry Good. heck yes i always like feel weird when i'm going around and like chasing these bugs to kill them but i'm like no everybody this is what we're supposed to be doing like i'm not just some crazy weirdo trying to kill bugs like, i'm murdering you, for good you guys remember last year when we all met up at that park and we were all just killing the shit out of these lantern flies yeah. You have to. Like, I went to Six Flags one time, and they were just, like, everywhere, and people were just standing in line with them. And I'm like, no, we all have to kill these things. Let's all work together. I saw the baby one today, so it wasn't fully developed. But I'm like, I, I see you. I know you're about to be a red-winged little guy, but it was just the, the black polka dot version. Yeah, I think, like baby one. at the very least, the lantern flies, birds have figured out that they can eat them. So oh, good. At the very least, we've got help, finally. Birds. We yeah. salute you. Yeah. Just this episode goes out to birds. This episode's for the birds. <laughs> also, um, white vinegar will kill the baby ones really okay. well. If you just spray them with white vinegar. Good, I'm going to name my fucking foot white vinegar. Yeah. Stomp them. Also, if you pee on them, um, I'm sure they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Meryl wouldn't even give a shit. It would just roll right off it. Yeah. Meryl doesn't give a shit. You can pee all over them. Roll out. Um, in uh, the Space World MO, uh, Meryl was smaller and pink in color. Oh, I had yeah. smaller ears. Smaller ears and very pink. Very pink. Really pink. Mm. I like very it better blue. Pink. Yeah. Well, what are you going to call it? Pinkachu? That would have worked. Yeah, <laughs> Pinkachu. <laughs> they should have just done that. Like fairy type, Pinkachu. Yeah, that would have worked perfectly. Poison type, Stinkachu. <laughs> Yeah. Psychic type, think at you. They should have done that for the the shiny at least. The shiny just is this like nasty green. But that's after the marimo. I know, but it's just like uh, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a naturally occurring green. It's a moss algae ball. But it's uh, like it's supposed to be a little grotesque and slimy. No, but it looks like a. You know what it looks like? It looks like you know how some. Um, some people will paint their babies nurseries like a gender neutral color and it mm. looks like they just picked like the worst color out of the out of like the paint chips and they put it on the wall they're like oh no that's the it's worst like, green ever <laughs> yeah it's like kind of pastel but not really you had me at you know when people paint babies and i was like go on yes. and then you said rooms gender neutral i was like um i'm out <laughs> <laughs> 
Like it doesn't look like algae. It doesn't look like algae. It doesn't look like anything. It just looks like an off pastel green. Well, you know, if you just are a little patient, it'll all uh, work out in the end. (laughs) But Pico Blue is famous. They should have done it better. Yeah. I didn't think that they thought Pico Blue would be as big as it was. Yeah. Because also too, like, once you get a hold of the game and you get Meryl, you're just like, oh, yeah, that that's Meryl. Here mm-hmm. we go. <laughs> We've got it now. Like, um, you see a lot of Pokemon, like, featured in, I don't know, like, you saw Tracy's, you saw all these other ones. Like, I just thought Meryl would be, like, a bigger Pokemon. And then, like, it shows up and it's cute and it's there. And then it just goes away and comes and back every it now It goes and away again. fast, really, because it levels up at 18. Yeah. It's like you have it for a second. But it's, and then... but it's like these kind of Pokemon, these two, uh, like, single evolution, like, as it evolves once, um, mm-hmm. water Pokemon, they're in every game. Like, the Whoopers of the world. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Like, they're, they're cute, they're fun, but they're kind of there just to fill a gap. Yeah. I feel like this is your like, oh, you didn't use Totodile. Oh, you didn't like, and they, they give yeah. you this to, mm. and it's supposed to be like bridge the gap kind of Pokemon, but yeah, like I mean, Pansage and Simiseer yeah. and the other one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like, you know, Staryu, Starmie, Krabby, those two evolution ones. Yeah. I would use a Starmie as my only Pokemon forever well stormy's got some some options yeah um meryl's codec frequency in metal gear solid one is 140.15 <laughs> don't you forget it because if you lost your box or you borrowed the game from a friend you're just fucked forever yeah we pirated the game um meryl also changed categories we went from the polka dot pokemon to the aqua mouse pokemon yeah, and we'll change again. Yeah. And we did go back in a to a very um, weird way. Yeah, we did go back to Gen 2, so now Meryl is Pokemon 183. Yeah, we're back yeah. on our regularly scheduled program. I mean, this this whole line is very confusing in some regards. So. Yeah. No continuity <laughs> through any of it. But like there is there But there isn't. isn't. Yeah, the names and like the like they did a good job with the design. But all the little like niche things about these Pokemon are very strange. I'm still looking up Meryl. What did I want to look up about Meryl today? Uh, Tracy had one. I mean, I mentioned it before. Oh, Um, yeah. He used Meryl primarily for its uh, ability to uh, sense things with its ears. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Azumarill is even better at that too. So, yeah. And I mean, you know, you always need some, some water Pokemon to like save the day to, to be the ones that are like, all right, save that person who's drowning. Go Meryl. Yeah. Um, it also will use its tail kind of like a fishing lure or like to like wrap around a tree to like, um, give it like a um yeah it uses it as a an anchor exactly yeah so that it can go in the water and and pop right out when it needs to um it's very uh its tail is very flexible they just say so 
Universe is really flexible. Mm -hmm. The next one? No, our good friend Cody, who was on the Magic Harp episode. Oh. Very flexible, which probably helps him during intercourse. Okay. This one's this one goes out to Cody. I'm just saying that because he accidentally called me using Instagram, and then my phone was ringing, and he said, "Oops," and I said, "I'm I'm mid daycare dittos episode. I'll shout you out." So <laughs> <laughs> this one goes this out to our Cody. guest. So he called Cody. you while he was having stretchy sex. No, he's actually having um, Baja blast alcoholic Baja blasts that hit Connecticut. Okay, and I'm jealous. But uh, yeah, he also got a really cool Psyduck summer like beach shirt. So that's that's fun. Very nice. That's fun. He's one of the hottest people ever. <laughs> um, Meryl is just... I, I'd have to say, if we made a tier list of Pika clones, <laughs> right up at the top. Yeah. Because it's different enough, but still has the motif there. Because, like, and it's useful. It has its own thing. Like, if you wanted a team of Poka, like Pikachu clones... You'd kind of be in trouble, but like you can diversify with Meryl. A lot of them are pretty good. Um, I well, Minan and Plusle. No, although <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm like they're all pretty good. What about them? Fuck them, but they're not awful. Uh, there was um, I was watching SGEQ and they were talking about all the different categories for speedrunning Pokemon Coliseum there was. Mm -hmm. And in that game, you get a non-optional Plusler Minin, I forget. And um, so there is a specific category called, uh, you like, no, no catching Pokemon. Like, I don't know. You, you're, you're not catching any of the Shadow Pokemon. You just start with your... Um, your S your your Espeon, your Umbreon, and uh, then later on you catch the the Minor or Plusle, and they actually use that above the Umbreon for the speed. Really? Run. So, just so I you just know, thought that Minor and Plusle were used to like pump up other moves. I thought they were well, to introduce the doubles battling. That game also had a lot of doubles battling in it, whereas True, I feel yeah. like in in Ruby and Sapphire you do not. Even though you have a lot more in it, it's not as much as like Coliseum. Honestly, they might use it for just using Helping Hand or something like that. For That's, all yeah, I, know. I feel like it's stuff like that to boost somebody up just so that they can sweep. And uh, Togedemaro has been used. Mimikyu is very good. Very good. Uh, probably the, the top one. Yeah, but I mean, between Mimikyu, Meryl, it's just when it comes to typing advantages and stuff, you're kind of... Yeah, Meryl's you know. got huge power. Um, uh, Pachirisu? Pe pe oh. Pachirisu has been used uh, very effectively in competitive Pokemon battling as well. Oh. I stand correct. Yeah. Do you know who else will stand corrected because uh, they've grown bigger than their tail? <laughs> Azumarill. Yeah, we're 18 years of age now. Yeah. What's, we're legal. What is, uh, does everybody remember when they turned legal? Did they ever think to themselves, wow, I can't get somebody into a lot of trouble anymore? <laughs> um... I mean, I was never thinking about getting people into trouble, so. Um, 
I just no. I just thought it was weird. Like nothing well, has changed about me except for the laws revolving around me at the age was, of eighteen. I think I was more excited about getting the restrictions taking off my driver's license Same. than like yeah. sex or anything else. I uh I moved out as soon as I turned eighteen. Like I, um, I left home the second I turned 18. Um, because and I was, you could, you were waiting for 18. Yeah, I was waiting for 18 so I could legally like sign a lease in an apartment uh, on my own. Um, yeah. Never it was, looked back. Never looked back. Never went home since. Yeah. So that was, that was very liberating for me. <laughs> Well, I waited until June. I I waited until June. I turned 18 in February, but in June I moved out because I was done with high school by then. Nice. I never left home. That's not true. You did. Home is where the heart is, and you have the biggest heart ever, and you give me a heart on. Um, So everywhere's home when Peter's around. What does this aqua rabbit look like? Just, Just that. that. Yeah. He said it. He's got polka dots now, and he looks like he's wearing yeah. a wavy diaper. Well, he looks like he's in, like he's water. Like he, well, and he, he, it's on purpose. He does camouflage with the water. So his bottom half is like white, and it's got like the wavy kind of print on it. And then it's got what looks like polka dots, but they look like bubbles coming up, like out of splashing water. And then the rest of it's blue. Yeah. Imagine- is it lacy? Is it lacy underwear with a bunch of nipple pasties? Oh, um, maybe. Well, you know, it's polka dots to, uh, you know, bring in that polka dot beach ball uh, motif. And then you've got um, the the blue color to bring in that azure Mm. lapis lazuli motif. And then you're just, you know, got fucking rabbit ears because why not? Who gives a shit? Yeah. (laughs) And also he's very egg shaped. Like Azuril is complete, like. There's shape to Azuril. Meryl's body is just a perfect circle, and Azumaril is just an egg. It like yeah, you know, you could to, just delete all the pieces around it and just have a very strange egg. To bring in that like bunny vibe, you know, yeah. the egg and bunny. It's you know Easter. Azumaril is obviously the Easter Pokemon. Yeetster. It is, yeah. Why it has straight up bunny ears? Like it looks like they just pulled them from a different sprite and popped them there. Yeah, I really thought maybe we'd get some reasoning for why it went from a mouse to a rabbit, but there is none. Sorry, (laughs) listeners. There's there's nothing I can tell you here to explain why we went. Maybe they made it uh, the sprite during Easter because it looks like an Easter egg with rabbit ears. It's a nice sprite, you know? It's it's not bad. It's just I don't know. Usually there's there's something to explain a change in species completely. Y- yeah. <laughs> it face kind of looks like Charmander's face in the sprite. Mouse the, always the evolve into rabbit. That's true. Well, I mean they're all like you know, the year of the rabbit, year of the mouse, year of, maybe it'll become a dragon next, who knows. No, that's the end of the line. No Pokemon has ever evolved four times. Not yet. Or it has four forms. Mega was the, the closest thing we got, but they always revert. I really want that to happen someday. Like the next big, like, surprise. You evolve, mm-hmm. like, a 
you get a new magic carp, right? And then it evolves into like an even bigger blobbier fish that's yeah. just as bad. And then it evolves into an even bigger blobbier fish that's just as bad. And then you get to like level 90 and it evolves into like hyper Gyarados. <laughs> yeah, they need to do that. Like, evolves at level 99. You hit B by accident and your whole life's over. Yeah. Oh. yeah Something yeah, yeah. like that they need to do. But do you know what they did do? They made a big egg rabbit that's when it's in the water, it rolls up its ears to prevent water from getting inside. Because, like, Mm -hmm. you ever, like, swim in the pool as a kid and then you got to, like, hop on one foot and put that crap near your ear to get the water out? You Mm -hmm. hear it, like, sucking through? Yeah. So worse, yeah. But then when it comes out, it's warm and it's, like, kind of (laughs) nice. Yeah. I mean, it was a good feeling. Yeah, those ears though, and this Azumarill, they can hear shit. Like, they can hear a lot of shit, even when it's underwater. Yeah, the river could be raging around it, and it hears perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, if you miss it, like, let's say it's late at night and you're swimming around in the river, if it gets horny, its tail will glow. Or if it's attacking, it says here the tip of its tail tends to glow when it attacks or is excited. It also, this was uh, interesting, can make balloons out of air. Um, so I guess, you know, the beach ball thing kind of uh, has now evolved into it being able to create balls of air. And it uses them to uh, help drowning Pokemon. That's interesting. Like, makes bubbles underwater of air? Yeah, that, like, people or Pokemon can use to breathe underwater. Like video game physics, yeah, where like exactly. you're running out of air and you swim at the bubbles and it gives your air filter back. Like in Clanker's mm-hmm. Cavern, yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Speaking of video game physics, I have to say this. I was working at the comic shop on Saturday and uh, we were like, hey, we're closing in, in like five minutes or whatever. A dad and his son and, and wife came in. and they were Oh, like, this oh, is okay, hilarious. Okay. And he's walking by and I see him and we have signs like no food or drink or whatever because people love spilling things everywhere. And it's a paper store. And uh the dude was eating a full cabbage. Ooh. Like like a, a head of cabbage, like a, a white and purple cabbage. And he walked around the whole time and he finished that fucking cabbage. Just in his hand, a whole thing of cabbage. And we were like, hey, yeah, someone else came. We're like, oh, sorry, we're closed now. And even like a phone call came in. It was like a robo call. But I was like, yeah, we've been closed for 15 minutes now. But what time? we're open tomorrow if you want to come in. And he was like, oh, you're closed. But like. That dude just walked in with his kid and then just walked around looking at stuff and ate a full fucking cabbage in like 10 minutes. I had a, I have another friend who's also a a Dave and he once while we were walking around, um, he ate an entire head of lettuce. See, the thing is like head of lettuce, like iceberg lettuce. That's better. Yeah, that's better than I can do that. Especially like, you know, the white and in purple cabbage i felt like because like lettuce is i feel like is juicy but there's a little dryness to cabbage too Mm -hmm. it was just super impressive and kind of weird for someone just to come in with like their own cabbage and just to eat that shit raw my cabbages yeah exactly that's what we're thinking um uh the shiny for azumarill is a very beautiful gold color it's okay. 
think it's real nice. <laughs> it's we'll okay. Just... I'm not a yellow fan, but it's not. It's not. It's okay. It's not as offensive as that green was. It's a nice goldish it's yellow. It's like a, a, a golden. It's uh, looks it's like, like it's a... got a lot of sun. Yeah, I guess maybe it's like to be more Pikachu-like. Yeah, definitely. Like the yellow of Pikachu. It's beta for this. The uh, Space World demo was also bright yellow. Oh, okay. Have you guys seen yeah. this? It's got two tails, and it just looks like Meryl with two tails. Oh. But it it's definitely more like, looks like an electric A little bit type. more deranged. Bigger, yeah. yeah, the big smile. It It's kind of like this like dark piss color that's not as exciting. <laughs> I hate the ears. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. They, it's literally Meryl with bigger ears and two tails. Not as exciting. Hmm. Um, we talked about the um, bubbles that it'll make for, for rescuing, but it also uses that as sort of like little play pens for uh azurals. The azurals, yeah. yeah. Um the Japanese name is Marilli. Um Millie Marilli. Millie Marilli. Um again, I like I feel like Azumaril, Merrill, Azuril, like they just kind of use the same words over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um so there's there's not too much interesting going on in that regard, but as, as far as I know, um, Azumarill is used a lot because we talked about the the sap sipper or whatever. Um, but didn't they use Azumarills recently in Scarlet and Violet to fight that like six star Charizard raid? Yes, or whatever. Yeah, they were using uh, that uh, Azu. Uh, Zumarill, and they were using um, the the Dash Hunt uh, Pokemon. Which one? Yeah. Which one was that one again? Uh, Dash Bun or whatever the yeah. the, the Fido, Fido evolution. Oh, Fido! Yeah, because um, they both had abilities that would negate fire damage, I believe. Um, or it was something that gave them an advantage. Um, but I saw for a brief period of time, like everybody using Azumarill's. Yeah. I mean, I I've been using Azumarill's for a long time, like since X and Y. They're they're beefy. I like them a lot. Fido was used because of uh, it does have a, an ability that makes it resistant to um, to fire, and I think uh, Azumarill was either used with Thick Fat, which also helps it against uh fire or i mean it's always good to use a uh, huge power with it because um yeah i mean like like i said before you just take an attack stat and you double it that's amazing yeah crazy especially if you can tank a hit after that you're just like gold and azumarill is naturally resistant against uh fire type moves being a water type um and great lung capacity on that thing. Can hold his breath like a mother. I, it always like, I always think about this Pokemon when with water Pokemon that shoot water out of their mouths and stuff. I always wonder like, why can't they just breathe underwater? So it's always like, can they, can they not? It's super, you know. Well, one thing to me. 
like where does all that water come from like do they get dehydrated or do does they spit yeah do they this is squirt pee um yeah <laughs> uh, or like do they just magically produce uh an infinite amount of water like could i survive off of a water gun attack a couple of times a day i, I mean they haven't gotten there yet but i feel like if they were going to it would have been in a uh, legends rcs yeah oh maybe we'll get to it someday uh maybe we'll <laughs> learn day. more i mean we're we're always learning more um, we learn all the time. I do love. I do love learning a lot of fun facts on here. Yeah. What did we learn today? My um, knowledge of the day. My two favorite ones are uh, Azurils uh, lassoing their tail thirty three feet, and <laughs> Meryl having absolutely no uh, does not care about any water resistance placed upon it. Um, I learned that Azuril's bouncy ball is a placenta <laughs> and that you can kill uh, lantern flies with white vinegar. Mm. I learned that the uh, beta sprites were pink, like little pink gerbils. Uh, very cute. Um, and I also learned about the Marimo uh, balls and I can't wait to celebrate Marimo Fest in October. Yeah, let's all celebrate Marimo Fest. Let's do it. I learned that in 2001, Jackie Chan starred in a film <laughs> called Nosebleed, which was about a window washer at the World Trade Center who foils a terrorist attack. However, the oh, film no. was canceled. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it was. And who knows why. <laughs> Jeez. Um... I also want to learn. I want to learn about cards. You want to learn about cards, you say? Yeah. Well, you, you came to the right place, Peter. Please you help. came. You, <laughs> not yet, because he didn't win yet. Yeah, that's true. So, if I uh, win today, I promise you guys. Time to take him down. I want to deny you orgasm, which will well, only right, make you hornier. Alrighty, here we go. We're going to play the trading card game where um, Dave, Peter, and Steven are going to guess how many cards that Azrael, Maril, and Azumarill, say that four times fast because I can't do it again, uh, appear on in uh, appear in the TCG, the trading card game. So I say this every week and it, it's proven true every week, but Peter does really well at this, which is probably why he was so eager to learn about the cards this week. I've been on the losing so. streak. Yeah, but you always guess at least one. No, not the last two times. Really? Yeah, I have. Nothing's been going right for me. Oh, that's not true. Well, I hope you win so you can come. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well then I hope you do win this week. So, so if you'd like, you can go first or you can go last or anywhere uh, in the middle. Azuril's gonna be tough. Azuril's um, gonna be tough, yeah. And I'm gonna go crazy here. I'm gonna go with five. Okay, that's uh, yeah, okay, that's a uh, that's a low number. <laughs> I think it's the lowest number you've ever guessed. Eight. Eight. Okay. Oh, this is Azuril. Azuril. Um. Three. 
Oh, we got a tie. All right, so Dave guessed three, Peter guessed five. The correct answer is four. Jeez. So, uh, I think Price is Right rules means that Dave wins. No, I think we're, we we have to jerk each other off instead. Well, we still got two more to guess, so oh, there yeah, could yeah, be okay, a tiebreaker. Okay. Hold on to it, you hold know. on to it. <laughs> All right, moving on to Meryl. So we have four. We have four Azumar uh, uh, Azurels. How many Meryls do we have? Meryl is going to be sitting at a pretty uh, 17. All right. 20. I don't know. My heart just says 22. Again. Okay. So Steven says 20. Dave says 22. There are 21 Meryl cards. Oh no, we got a lot of ties going on. Two tiebreakers. Ooh, who's gonna win this one? All, all right. All or nothing. All or nothing. Whoever wins Azumarill takes it all and can come really well tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> Azumarill, how many Azumarill cards do we have? 20. 24. I'm sticking with 22. Peter, you're gonna get your your come tonight. Peter. There are 18. <laughs> 18. Peter comes. Peter comes. <laughs> and you know what you need to do for coming? Fuck. This game. <laughs> Who are you gonna fuck? Uh, so this is the game where I will list four Pokemon. You will tell me which one, if they fuck, our good friend Meryl will not produce an egg. So I uh, made this one uh, when I was falling asleep on the couch. It's a pretty, pretty tough one. It could be tougher. I, I could have gone super hard, but this one uh, I decided to be a little flaccid. So here we go. <laughs> Who you gonna fuck? Your options are Squirtle, Pikachu, Whale Lord, or Lapras. Squirtle, Pikachu, Whale Lord, Lapras. I'm going to say Squirtle. Mm. I'm going to say Pikachu. I'm going to say Lapras. The winner is me. Squirtle is a water one. Pikachu uh, is fairy. No, really? Group. I feel like I've, I, we've... We talked gone, about this recently. Yeah, That's yeah. why I put it in. I felt yeah, like Pikachu would be the the uh, lone one. Lapras is a water one, but Whale Lord is a field water two. Meryl is a monster water one. Dang. It was a tough one. I was going to make it even harder uh, by putting in some like a really strange Pokemon that it could breed with because of fairy type. Because, you know, Mr. Mime, all those other weird ones. But Yeah, there you go. I'm surprised you said Meryl's in the monster group. No, Water 1 and Fairy. Oh, Water 1 Fairy. That's what I meant. Okay. I was, gotcha. I was looking at Squirtle, Squirtle's monster. Yeah, because I, I, I thought I knew Squirtle was monster. Yeah. And so that's why I thought. Yeah, Squirtle's monster 1 and Fairy. I'm mo monster, monster one, so water, water one, one monster, and yeah. Meryl is water Meryl one. Is, Meryl and Squirtle fuck in the water, but Whale Lord <laughs> absolutely would not go near the water. Yeah. 
so. Meanwhile, Squirtle and Charmander are gonna have that monster sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one that I was gonna really put in there to fuck people up was uh, Dragonite. Oh my god, why a Dragonite? Water, a Water One. Oh. Egg group Pokemon. Like, what wow. the fuck? What the heck? What? What the heck? What? I'm looking at cute Pokemon keychains because I don't know how I keep on going to the Pokemon Center. Oh, man. We gotta go. We'll go. We'll do a, a day trip this summer. Ooh. If I go to the Pokemon Center, I'm gonna buy that uh, Snorlax float. I'm gonna do it. And I, I can't. Because it's too expensive. You'll just put at... it up on the, uh, the podcast's OnlyFans. There you go. Where we'll just put pictures of Pokemon's feet. <laughs> I mean, Snorlax has got some beefy ones, so. I'm looking at a Natu with a little hat. Oh. Wait, oh, we didn't do our Sitting Cutie segment. Oh, I forgot about the <laughs> Sitting Cuties. All right. We got to have a fun name for this. Can they sit? Do they sit? All right, so sitting cuties. I want to know if the Azurils can. No sit. way does this sit on its. No, own. it can't sit on its little placenta ball. It's cute, but it doesn't sit. I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah. Well, that's our first sitting cuties uh, review of the booties. I'm gonna give it a C. A C. I forgot we were doing A B C. Meryl, right on the fucking money. Yeah, because it just sits there. It just sits like nice and plump on its round Yeah, self. but it's got the chubbiness perfect. Its face is kind of looking up because it's got a fat belly. That's good. I don't want to be the only one to weigh in on these. I feel like the Azura one is actually the best one. I just don't think it'll sit up. I think it's just going to no. fall over and it's going to look like blueberries on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like <clears throat> Meryl's nice, but Azumarill... Azumarill sucks. Azumarill is like not even bigger than Meryl. It doesn't look like. Well, they're all the same size. They're all kind of scaled together for this. They're all supposed to sit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, like, I don't. Well, actually, I don't. Like Azumarill kind of looks right bootleg but... to me. You know. This is my sitting cuties uh, garboder. But now that I'm looking at Azumarill, mm. I feel like if you like. Force yeah. it down on a surface, like really balance it. It might stay. You never know. It's just got to be full of beans. Right. I think if I had to get any one of them, I would get the Azura one. I agree. Me too. I'd go Meryl. But it won't sit. I would just kind of roll it around and throw its tail and it see its might body sit. fly with it. it it, wait, wait, wait. It, uh, look, the description says the Azrael Sitting Cutie plush is weighted with microbeads, so it sits up when you put it on a flat surface. Okay, it's the best one. Hands down the best one. Shit Pokemon, though. Don't fight with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a baby, also. Don't. Yeah, it does. Don't, don't do don't it. Leave it alone. Stop. Yeah, I think it should be illegal to use babies in battle. They're just there for cuteness. I would love if, like, they fight a real babies. That's fucked up of you to say. <laughs> no, if it, like the first gym leader was like the baby type leader. Oh. And he's like, "Why does this keep happening?" <laughs> and the Pokemon Center is just like we're constantly in a state of chaos. I would like to thank Carl for our song. 
I would like to thank mm-hmm. you for listening. I would uh, like to invite you to join us uh, next time. That's what I was going to look up. Who's after Meryl? For our next episode, uh, which might be delayed, who knows? You know, we're going on vacation. Oh, Pesuedo Edo. <laughs> Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood himself. Um, and is there anything else we'd like to say? Have fun in the Pokemon world. Yeah. Have fun in the Pokemon world. Yeah, we'll probably take a little bit of a break. We're all going to be on vacation for a little bit. Yeah. Summer break. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. It'll be nice. And we'll come back. Give some. Give everyone some time to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are still on it, you know? Somebody I, I saw in the unofficial Discord is on Porygon, and I was like, oh, man, you're in for a treat. Catch up. Uh, and until then... Farting. Farting. Farting.